What's up, you guys? Welcome to the October 21st edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Getting ready to get you ready for the 11-game Saturday slate. That's a lot of games I can't, can't even get out of my mouth. Uh, a lot going on. So much to talk about. Uh, I've been blurbing like crazy on RotorWorld.com. Um, my refrigerator is currently empty right now, uh, so I'm going to try to fly through this and hit the grocery store. Before I get back on in Blurbland, but definitely want to just go out here, going to kind of freestyle it, and just give you my thoughts on what I see for the slate and anything else to notice, kind of uh, write it or recite it off the top of the dome, I guess, as Big L would say. Uh, also, I wrote a, a D'Angelo Russell blurb yesterday uh, called Cold as Ice. MLP is uh, from Brooklyn, if anybody. Uh, MLP, man. If you want to get, if you like hip hop and want to get fired up, listen to some MLP, be ready to roll. Anyways, okay, so what we're going to do today, and we said this yesterday, we always go back, like, early games first, and then late games late, and we always run out of time, it's just the way we do it, so let's start backwards, let's start with the game that probably is the most appealing, and that is the Suns and the Clippers, the Suns played last night, they are ridiculous uh I, I i can't even i don't even get what's going on like it's it's like earl watson forgot how to coach but um so the sun starting unit that's bledsoe booker warren josh jackson and chandler they have a 80 offensive rating 126 defensive rating so it's minus 46.2 net rating that's in 22 minutes that's not like a five game sample um, also, the other big thing that happened for, for surprises go, as far as surpri- uh, surprises go, is Mike James, leapfrog, Tyler Ulis. Mike James has a team high, plus 9.9 net rating. He's played well. Um, meanwhile, Tyler Ulis is minus 56 net rating. So he's, he's been really their, their worst player as far as that goes. But yeah, things are changing. And then also, too, don't forget... Devin Booker took a bad fall. Brooke Lopez fouled him really hard late game tonight. It's despite Booker being reasonably priced at six seven, I mean that's a tough that's a tough sell uh, if you're going and it's locking up on you and you can't get the word. Um, we know the Suns really are the worst team in the league and they're really going punt mode for this last chance at the lottery with the way it is. So um, yeah, <clears throat> can't really play him. <clears throat> Eric Bledsoe, a little scared to play Bledsoe on a road back-to-back. Um, he popped up on the injury report out of the blue, if you saw this. Um, he was questionable with a right ankle or left ankle, I forget which one. And he quote-tweeted it, saying, ha, exclamation point. And he obviously played and was busy. He's, his usage rate sky-high right now. So, I think he's... I probably wouldn't play him in cash, Especially with the way rosters are put together, I feel like punting a point guard seems like a good move. But there's a lot of good punt point guards today. But yeah, I'm down for Bledsoe for sure if you want to stack this game up. Um, other than that, let's see, there's not too many um, other Suns that are like super intriguing. I think Dragon Bender played his best game. He didn't really do it DFS-wise, but he was really their best defender yesterday uh, on a team that just can't play defense. And... Uh, if you saw it, I posted it where Lonzo ran a pick and roll against Bledsoe and Chandler, and Chandler just like pulled an auto porter. He just like forgot what he was doing, and Lonzo just got a free pass, and no one collapsed. Bender was the only one that really helped. But th- this defense is just a nightmare right now. 
Um, so it's going to be tough to really count on. I, I'd say that Watson is the most unpredictable right now, which we don't like, right? We want to know what we're buying for DFS. So uh, I'd be, like I said, a little scared. I think Alex Len probably locked down his minutes. He played well enough yesterday. Although, again, late start, you got to be worried about the back-to-back. Uh, obviously, you can't play Tyler Ulis. You can play Mike James, uh, I think. I mean, he played well yesterday. He, that's two games in a row. He's really been arguably a top-five player for them, for a guy that's a rookie, uh, an overseas rookie, but still. Uh, 3.1, I mean, can't beat that, especially if you double down and you're saying, okay, maybe Bledsoe doesn't play, maybe Booker doesn't play. Uh, Mike James played next to Eric Bledsoe last night. So if you're going to go aggressive on the Clippers and you want to punt a point guard, I think he's in play. Um, I don't know if people are going to be... I don't think people would be on him. I mean, people see Mike James and they may think of the uh, the old the other guy who played for the Bulls and a bunch of other teams. Or Mike Jones or something. Um, shouting out phone numbers. But um, yeah, so I, I would definitely consider Mike James as a punt today. Um, what else... I don't know if I could play Marquise Chris. Uh, he had a much better game. Um, he had three blocks. He had a steal. He had a three. He played 18 minutes. I think he's running at a 120 pace when he's out there. So you see the 18 minutes and you freak out. Like, oh, why is he only playing 18 minutes? But then when you look at the pace in it, it's like, okay, he's playing 20% more than the other guy. So you know, you're looking at 23-ish minutes. That's fine. So I don't... Obviously, there's other guys I'd rather play. But anyways... So that's kind of it on the Suns. Um, I'm down with TJ Warren too. If you want to play him, uh, I think he's he looked phenomenal. He's only five two. He should be he should be close to seven by the time he gets cruising. And I think he's probably the safest of the starters. Tyson Chandler again, another guy that back to back he did not look right. He's old, or sorry, old for basketball player. But, I mean, that's also another bonus for Len if you play him before lineup lock. Because I think Len, at minimum, is getting 20 minutes. At most, he's getting 28. So if he gets 28, you're kind of chilling. If you want to pay for 4-1, it's a pretty good bargain. Okay. <clears throat> so, the Suns, again, their defense is bad. Uh, how bad is it? They, they are, uh, just in pick and roll, they are off the charts bad. So last year, the worst pick and roll uh, offense plus passing was uh, .98 <coughs> point points per possession. The Suns are at 1.23 already. Um, so they get Milos, uh, little baby. I will get, <laughs> um, game set match for Milos because he, he's interesting. I don't know if I can play him aggressively, but he's 4-9. I think he's a bit, I mean, his minutes were kind of down though, so you got to be a little careful there. When he played 21, was it? Yeah, 21 and a half. So, yeah. Uh, I'm interested. It'll be fun again. I mean, you want to play some Milos? There's other guys that are probably cheaper, but I don't know if people will be on him. They see the minutes that are really down. Um, but there was garbage time in that first game, so I think I'd probably project him at like 23 minutes. Pat Bev probably like 22. Tw- um, I'm sorry, like 20, like two more minutes to that, so like 26. So um, Pat Bev is five four, a little rich for my blood. I probably wouldn't play him. And then I would say probably. If I'm building studs to put in my lineup, I mean, Blake's got to be one of them, right? Um, against this defense, he's going to have the ball a ton. Minutes are going to be there. He's 100% healthy. He's not in a back-to-back. He's home. I mean, the only thing that's really scaring you here is garbage time, which is valid. So um, if you are scared of the garbage time, I totally get that. But um, 
Blake could really do damage in, in three quarters for, for this game. And then same thing with DJ. Same thing goes. Um, the, their pace is fast. CP3, don't forget, he likes to play slow. So they are, I think, about based on the only one-game sample. But the preseason, two they were faster. So you're, you're looking at an offense that's 10% faster. And like I wrote in his blurb the other day, he had 24 rebounds in just 32 minutes. His other career highs were... 25 to 27, but he played 39 or more and all of those. So, yeah, DJ is, DJ is definitely chilling. Uh, healthy Gallo, he didn't look great in the first game, but, again, the Suns' defense, just it's open season. Like, if you play a lot of lineups, you want to get some Clippers in there, I would say. Uh, it's too bad. I mean, if you want to punt and go, and it's like you want to bet on garbage time and you want to play Mike James, another – and. I'm really selling myself on Mike James. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you, you want to go that route and you want to play Willie Reed for 3-1 um, and you just bank on it. And Willie Reed's good per minute. We saw that last year with the Heat. If you want to play Wes Johnson in 3-4, I don't hate that. Um, he's going to get minutes. He's really behind Gallinari right now. Uh, I think he'll play some garbage time, too. Decker will also get garbage time at Bannerman in 3. So that's a valid approach. Austin Rivers, too. Bad game. Um, what was he? One or one of 11, I believe. So, yeah, again, like we talked about in the last pod, a good way to go is high usage, poor performance. So, Rivers, again, he'll be low-owned. He's going to probably come off the bench. He plays two positions again. So, against this defense, man, if he gets garbage time, too, uh, to get him rolling. Because he's missed time, don't forget. He missed most of the preseason with the glute injury. So, um, I could definitely get on board with that. All right, I think we can move on. Let's start top to bottom now. Uh, I do want to go over some quick stuff. Uh, just on notes, I jotted down. So top five pace teams. We could cut like again two game sample, but it's you look at these top five and bottom five. They kind of feel legit to me. Um, top five, the Lakers are at one hundred and fifteen point three, but again they played teams that should both be fast, so that's a little skewed. The Nets are at one thirteen. They played against a team that's kind of middle of the road, and the Pacers will be a slightly above. But the Nets are going to be when it's all said and done. Uh, I would bet the Nets are going to be top in pace, just like last year. This this offense just gets into their sets so fast, and consequently, other teams beat them down the floor the other way. So, yeah, the, the Nets are. We love love playing the Nets in, in fantasy both ways. And oh my God, Jared Allen! I'm so pumped for Jared Allen. I think he's going to be in the rotation for good now. He looks so good in his 15 minutes yesterday. The Suns, of course, uh, 112.4. This is not surprising. Um, the Clippers, again, one-game sample, 110 pace is pretty good. The Magic, again, byproduct of playing the Nets, it will skew that. So I still think the Magic, are gonna, they've been routinely in the bottom 10. I think they'll be in that middle 10 grouping, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I think that's fair. Maybe like, I'd probably say like 18, 19. Um, they wanna, this, this team's so young, it's just it's advantageous for them to run. So bottom five, Kings are at 95.5, Mavs 95.7, Wolves 97.1. Those three feel like they're going to be in the bottom ten, right, based on how their team's put together and their coaches. Um, and then the Nuggets at 97.2, one-game sample against Utah, so that's obviously not going to happen. And then fifth, Utah, of course. So Utah, last in pace last year, they're going to be in the bottom three or four, despite what Quinn Snyder is saying. Okay, so let's go through these games as fast as we can. We got Philly and Toronto, no process, minus 9.5, 217 over-under. Yo, Ben Simmons is playing a lot of minutes, huh? Uh, he So much for the restrictions. I mean, we saw a lot of 
um, restrictions on the process and and obviously even Noel and we've seen so many rookies come up that are just limited and Ball and Ben is just night in night out making plays um, I, and by the way props to Brad Stevens for starting Aaron Baines and putting Horford on Simmons I thought he defended him pretty well but I mean Ben Simmons is playing 36 minutes a game he's at 14 and a half points uh, 10.5 boards, 5 assists. He's just doing work. More so, I mean, getting that amount of playing time is, is nice. It's a little risky to play him, but again, um, he I don't think he plays 36 minutes tonight. But it's the first game of the day, so you really don't got to worry about him uh, getting rested, right? You'll know if he's starting, so um, could definitely play him if you want. He is 7-7. That's kind of where he, eh, he could probably be in the 8, so I definitely like him uh, at power forward. If you want to play him and Giannis. Um, other guys. Um, Kyle Lowry. I think he's first in PNR plus pass efficiency. against super small sample. But that offense looked really good against Chicago. Um, I'd say the number one player. If you're going to look at probably Okafor playing. And Amir Johnson playing. you got to love Valachunas. He, again, one game, but uh, I saw a lot in the preseason from him. And when he's on, he could really do some damage. We saw in the postseason two years ago. I think that's the JV we're going to get tonight. So he's probably my top center. Um, it, it's If you could get... you would, If you wanted to... If you probably couldn't play Blake because you're going to want to play hard and you're going to want to play Giannis. So you could get JV in there, I'd say. And then you could kind of piece it together, but you would have to bet against garbage time on Blake, I think, and Blake's going to be really highly owned for the reasons we said. Um, but yeah, I like Ball and Ben, too, so if you don't want to play Blake, I think that's a decent option to go down to. Save yourself a couple grand. Um, DeRozan will probably be low-owned, but um, he'll get a lot of Rocco, so I don't know if I would play him. He had a really bad opener against uh, Chicago. Uh, Norm, gotta like Norm. Uh, fantastic start. I believe he started 10 points on 125 EFG in the first quarter. Uh, should be pretty good. Delon Wright, he's, he would be a better punt in a normal slate, but with so many games, I'm not too sure. He's only 4-4, but he played minutes at two positions. He backed up DeMar DeRozan in the first quarter for shooting guard, uh, and Fred VanVleet got digged up a little bit. And you guys hear the Broadman barking in the background. I had to pause. Um, that guy, he, he goes crazy when I start working and when I stop working. Like, when I'm done at 12 my time, He's just like, yo, what's up? What's up? Play with me, play with me. <laughs> Anyways. <sighs> yeah, like I said, I don't want to chase Covington too much. Um, TJ Miles, I'm probably you're probably chasing there. I wouldn't really trust him. He just was so hot from three. Uh, I mean, you gotta consider Amir Johnson at 3-5. You know he's gonna get minutes. He's a decent per minute based on his career. Um, probably start, and they may they'll probably start Okafor as kind of the understudy or especially with Holmes out. Um, so yeah, we should see a decent amount of the homie Dario at the five. We saw that in the first game, so I don't know, and it depends. I mean, if Ben Simmons gets rested, we don't we don't think he's going to. But if he is, that for sure that makes Dario like a really strong play. Um, I would almost say a must play um, for that guy. And that would help Rocco and those other guys. Rocco's too expensive, though. Like You're banking on him, lighting it up from three. Okay, I think we're good there. Uh, and I do like Lowry, man. Um, um, he's only 8-2, but again, I feel like the way rosters are put together, you're going to kind of have to punt at that position. 
So moving on, we got the magic. Okay, so here's where the punts come in. Just to give you the numbers on this one, we got minus 11.5, 215 over under. This doesn't look good. Uh, Orlando on a road back-to-back. Uh, Cleveland at a, on a home back-to-back, but still, they're, they're, they're set. No Alfred. Pulled his hammy last night. We saw Shelby Max start, barely played. I believe he finished with 10 minutes. Um, DJ is the play here. He's stone minimum at three. I mean, you, it's, he's going to be chalk, but um, it's really tough not to play him. Uh, the other big winner, I would say, from this one is Evan Fonier. Uh, if I remember, he is he has run the most PNR plus pass possessions uh, among non-point guards, and that's partly because no no Alfred in the second half yesterday. So um, I really like Fournier. Um, he's going to probably get a decent amount of LeBron, uh, especially if Gordon's out. But the usage is going to be there. I could see him being a, a 21.5 boards, 6-7 assist guy. Um, yeah, he, he strikes me as kind of an $8,000 player today um, with how shorthanded they are. So he's, he's a great play today. I like him a lot. Jonathan Isaac, too, if, if Gordon's out, um, he had three fouls in his first four minutes. So that game, it wasn't great yesterday. Is going to look a lot better if you can avoid foul trouble. Again, you you have to have Aaron, Aaron, yeah, Aaron Gordon out there. Jose Calderon expected to start. I'm not playing him. Um, he's 3,000, but just played Augustine, in my opinion. Um, he's just going to go there and shoot threes. I don't think it's a terrible play, but um, I, I just don't want to do it. Um, Kevin Love's been pretty good so far this season. He's definitely in play. He's still underpriced. He should be in the eights. He's seven six. That's pretty good. LeBron again. Got to worry about the blowout, but uh, he's ten nine, of course. So with Derrick Rose out, should be more usage his way. Definitely um, a really strong play. If if you if the way it shakes out, you could definitely play him uh, against the Magic. Who are again the Magic are going to be a little faster than they were last year. <sighs> Aaron Gordon, can't wait to play him hurt. Mario Hazonia was the backup four yesterday. I thought that was quite amusing. I had a, a Mario eating a mushroom gif that I posted that I, I appreciated, but what else? All right. Very good. We're going to move on. Uh, so next game, we got the Bulls and the Spurs, and we are looking at a, where are you? 202 um, over under, 10.5 spread, so... This looks like a, a bad one. Denzel Valentine's questionable. That that's that's trouble. Um, this second unit is in in shambles, man. Um, I think Kay Felder is a play. Uh, his usage rate was really high in the first game. Again, you you want to bet on, if you're betting on garbage time, and you definitely can, uh, even without Kawhi, without Parker. Uh, I think the Spurs run away with this just because the, this this Bulls team is just no good. Um, there's no way to. Nice way to put it. Uh, especially if Valentine can't play. I mean, if Valentine doesn't, doesn't play, they're going to play my choice, my Nawaba, um, at, at most of the wing, backup wing minutes. Uh, and that would also extend minutes on Justin Holiday at 6'6". Against the Spurs, we know we don't like to play those guys. But, I mean, I'm down. I guess I could consider him. Um, uh, Laurie Markkinen's at 6'4". That's a little high. So I, I don't know if I would do that. But, especially, I mean, with Ball and Ben, not much... Further up there, uh, Dejounte Murray's at 5K. I like I like that price. Um, if you can kind of wiggle up from the the not minimum punt guys to get Dejounte in there, I could see him having a successful game today. Who else? Uh, Lamarcus at 7-6. Um, I think I'd probably rather play Kevin Love, but I mean, 
I could be wrong there. He's going to get Laurie Market, and they're going to feed him. They're trying to make him happy, too. So Actually, I, I take that back. I'd rather play the Marcus uh, over Kevin Love. Um, garbage time is pretty much a push for for these two. Uh, actually, that's not true. I would say that the more likely to be garbage time in the other game, in the in the um, Cleveland game. So, anyways, all right, I think I'm good. That's all the plays there. I hit anybody else? No. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, Jerry Grant six four is a little expensive, but so if you want to bet on garbage time, you want to play Kay Felder, then you probably want to fade the, the Spurs. I said um, there's nobody else I really could trust um, to play into late minutes. Okay, so we're good. Let's move on. Uh, bad bad injuries here already, which I hate this already. There's so many guys that are hurt right now. So we're looking at. Uh, no Hassan Whiteside, no Miles Turner. That's not cool. I would expect Kelly Linux to start. He's only four four, so we seen we seen Linux have some gems. And this Pacers team, they can't really defend very well. They did actually a decent job on Nurk last night, but yeah, I mean Kelly Linux going to be chalk, and he's not a big minute guy, but he's decent per minute. So yeah, I mean you. you He's chalk. I mean, 4-4. If he fits your roster, for sure, play him. Uh, James Johnson as well. Another guy that would benefit. We've seen him play the 5 quite a bit. Um, he Against this team, you could definitely get away with it. I mean, you see Spolstra seeing a guy like DeMontis Sabonis at the 5 and projected to play 31 minutes. You could get. You could even start James Johnson there. Um, he could definitely handle Sabonis. I mean, anyone can, right? And it's pretty much his whole roster can from their all their 4s can handle him. So, <clears throat> both those guys look like phenomenal picks. Um, either one. I think push comes to shove. And if you have the money, I'd rather just go up to James Johnson. Um, again, should be a really good spot for him. Uh, other Heat guys. Um, Jay Rich was a little underwhelming, but he's only 4'9". So, I think he's no one's going to be on him. Um, he should be pretty pretty strong play. Uh, Victor Oladipo is still 7'1". Not sure I would play him. Again, that first game was really built on transition scoring. That's kind of like a guy having four steals. You know, you're not really going to expect that night in, night out. You're not going to expect a guy to score 15 points in transition a night. It's just, I think Russell Westbrook led the NBA last year at like eight and a half or something like that, which is really, he led the NBA. So what else is there to say? Um, Dragic is cool at seven. Um, the Pacers have been actually somewhat. They've been okay. Um, they kept Dame somewhat in check, but they're, he's all right. And, but again, I'd probably rather punt and spend up on Giannis and other guys. So, not too in love with him. Anything else I miss? Nope. Uh, and I mean, if you want to play Sabonis, I don't hate it. Um, thought he played well. Again, the minutes are going to be there. He's only four four. So he's not. He's just not going to blow you away. Like at four. I mean, Kelly Linux the same price. I think Linux to play in, of, of those two. Okay, Detroit and New York. This one's uh, interesting, I guess. Um, Frank Nilakina. This makes me sad. I, I love good fundamentals, high screens, a nice strong box out, um, help defense, all these things. I just love them, right? And I I was so sad inside when I heard Frank Nilakina roll his ankle boxing somebody out. Like, ah. Oh. But uh, in the grand scheme of things, if you had to pick an injury that doesn't sound bad, like, you're not going to roll your ankle too bad when you box somebody out. Like if you're going for a rebound 
or something like that, then you're when you're jumping up and landing on somebody, that's like the worst way to hurt your ankle. So hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he's plays. He's questionable. You're obviously not playing. He's third on the friggin' depth chart with a, a huge, huge 15, 20 story billboard of him, like a block away from the arena. Like, oh. I don't get it. The Knicks, what are you doing? <laughs> Anyways, you gotta like Chris Porzingis in this game. Um, I mean, his usage rate's 35 in the first game. I don't think that's a fluke. Um, yeah, like him and if you want to just play him and Giannis and call it good, I'm definitely, definitely, definitely fine with that. Uh, he's only 8'6, so he's cheaper than Blake. Uh, yeah, um, down. Play those guys. I mean, that means you can't play a Linux though, so. But, I mean, you have to play Giannis every, every night in my, until he gets to, like, 13,000. To me, uh, he's totally unfadeable. <sighs> Other guys, Drummond's been really bad uh, against the Knicks. So, he's kind of in a prime tournament spot, right? Uh, this guy, because he's been fouled out yesterday, was not good in the first game. Making free throws, too, by the way. I think he's 3 for 3. So, he's a prime tournament pick, I would say. I don't think people would be after him. Uh, and great, great spot. So, like him. Reggie Jackson also. He's really cheap at 5'5". Five, five. He's healthy. They run a lot of stuff with him. Like, again, um, he's going to get 31, 32 minutes. Well, the back-to-back does worry me a little bit. So, I would probably have to make sure he's starting before I fire him up. Which we should know. Only 30 minutes before the lineup's lock. But I, that would put him on alert. I, would, I wouldn't play him unless I hear he's starting. So... Uh, Avery Bradley, again, a little underwhelming, but minutes jumped up. Uh, so I, I still think he's a good play at 5-5. Five, five. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., another guy in a good spot. Terrible opener. Shots are going to be there for sure. I'm not too worried about him against Avery Bradley. Um, yeah, so I like him. What else? That's kind of it for this game, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, Willie Hernan Gomez, by the way, he's third on the depth chart. I don't think that's going to change at this soon. They want to play Kylo Quinn. They want to make the playoffs. They, they totally have a chance. Totally do. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's it. This game isn't too attractive. Moving on. Um, this one's kind of weird, too. You're playing Harden, I think, um, with the way that the cheap guys are. There's not too many cheap shooting guards. I think you just put Harden in. Harden and Giannis are, are probably the two guys I want to play the most today. So, fire them up. Um, I like Capella at 6'9". Very nice price for him. So you could get get him out there, Eric Gordon. I'm probably fading. It's been too hot. Um, you're too, you're much, depending on scoring too much for him to go off. So I wouldn't do that. Harrison Barnes again against Houston. Um, he's been off to a rough start, but again, uh, a prime spot for him. I like him quite a bit. Six three. Um, other than that, uh, you gotta like JJ Barea. DSJ. Is it pains me to say he's out again? Um, Barea is playing twenty minutes at point guard. So uh, he's always been a pretty good per minute guy. So he's not gonna give you thirty minutes. I don't think, um, but yeah, Bray is solid. Uh, you know, he's going to kind of do his thing. Last night he played 27 minutes, 9 points, 10 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, 1 board. That's cool. And he didn't shoot the ball well. So if you had to pick between him and he'd probably be the number one punt for me, actually. Against Houston, they're going to have to score. So Bray is probably the top point guard punt, even at $900 more than Augustine. So um, I would probably try to, if you had, I, I would I probably would play them both. But, anyways, um, I'm down with Yogi as well. 
uh, if you want to play him. If you, you could stack this game, there's a lot, a lot of somewhat cheap guys to play. Uh, if you want to play Capella, Harden, um, even Noel's an option because Dirk's on a back-to-back. So Dirk's supposed to play, but, you know, how many times have we said supposed to play, right, for older dudes? So, and Dirk's minutes will probably be down, so. Uh, and they started next to each other, so they'll probably start again today if Dirk goes, so. Good spot. Uh, I'm probably not playing Rhino. Um, again, he's pretty cheap, but I'd rather play Olenek or those other guys for 100 more. Alright, move on. I told myself I'd do this in 30 minutes. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so we got Warriors and Memphis. Warriors on a back-to-back. I forgot to mention the over-under stuff on this. I guess I'll just spit that out now. Uh, minus 12.5 for Houston-Dallas, so got to be a little careful there. Again, I think Houston will get their money. If they blow them out, it's because they're going to score 125 anyways, so you're fine. Um, and obviously, if you missed it, the um, CP3 is also out. I'm sure you guys know that. Um, and then also, Demetrius Jackson played all the backup point guard minutes in the last game. So if you want to roll garbage time, might be a little tough because there's not too many guys you could count on that will be... High usage and all that stuff. So I don't know. I probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't do that. <clears throat> Meteus Jackson again. I don't know. If, I don't, can't even play him. Anyways, anyways, let's see. What else we got? We got oh the spread is minus two for the Pistons. Two oh six over under. Uh, also, I wrote down that uh, Stan Johnson's minutes dipped. Could be back related. Back to back. Can't really play him. He's played pretty well. Uh, his usage was high. What, 0-13 in Game 1 and 3-3 in Game 2? Uh, with Beasley out, I don't know if I could take advantage of that. I should have mentioned this. Uh, I mean, there's, what do you, I mean, who are you going to play? You're not, you don't want to play McDermott at 3-8. You don't want to play Lance at Stone 3. I mean, I guess if you want to, but I don't know. I just don't really trust anybody there. Um, anyways, we can move on. So... Again, Golden State and Memphis, not too much going on here. These teams are pretty healthy. Golden State's pretty healthy. Caspi's up in the air. Minus eight in this game. Two fourteen over under. Stephen Curry has a 34, 40, uh, 34 usage rate. That's good stuff. No Jamichael Green. Um, so we're going to see Jarrell Martin start almost certainly based on what we've heard. He's 4-2. That's fine. I'd, again, I'd probably rather play a Linux. Uh, I think the better play for center uh, is Brandon Wright. Uh, he is playing next to Gasol. That's big. Um, I think it was seven minutes, if I remember. So you're probably getting 23 minutes out of him today. That's pretty good. This guy can block shots. He's really efficient around the basket. So if you're going to play any Warriors, Curry, or what have you, and you want to punt at center, and you want to fade the, the Clipper game, which most people probably won't do, uh, I think Brandon Wright may be your punt du jour for center. Um, again, he's health. Like Brandon Wright being healthy is is everything. He can he can make plays. He's kind of Boban esque. Rest in peace to Boban's minutes, by the way. I'm not talking about that. A little sad. <laughs> um, I think Curry's probably the the warrior I'd want the most. Um, people are going to chase KD after his seven block game, so I think you could get away with fading him. Uh, hasn't played too well offensively. I think he's actually like second or third worst in isolation scoring so far in the season, which is insane to me. Um, KD's, in my opinion, the best isolation scorer of all time. Um, I can't play Draymond because I'd, I'd rather spend up um, or Porzingis or whatever and 
Giannis and so forth. So, kind of off this game. Um, Seth Brandon Wright. Um, again, road back to back. Got to be a little worried there. So, I don't know. I'm kind of off it. I think Conley's a decent play too. Conley's play. Conley's been good, man. Playoffs, preseason opener. He was really awesome. So definitely, I want if you're gonna play a. Uh, I probably like Conley more than any other guard. Um, except for, I, I like Curry more though. Curry, I could see Curry going insane. Curry's just been cruising. Okay, let's wrap this up. Uh, we got. Blazers, Bucks, you're playing Giannis. I mean, like we said, until he gets in the 13,000 range, you're pretty much playing him every night. Um, the guy's just too good. Usage rate is, what is it, 36.4 usage rate. Joseph Nurkic is at 33, really turnover high. I believe he has 11 turnovers already in limited minutes, so that's why it's kind of bad usage, really, really bad usage. So, again, could bounce back here. I think he's in a decent spot. He's 7'9", so... I probably it's a tough play there. I don't think I can do it. Um, Dame's nine five. Dame looks so good. Four blocks already in two games. Um, I'd rather play Curry personally, but I think he's an option. Um, CJ looked outstanding in the first game. He's only seven two. I think that's a play. But if you're gonna play hard, if you want to fade, like if you if you want to fade Harden, I think uh, CJ is an option. Chris Middleton keeps getting crazy minutes, so he's definitely. A guy to consider. I probably prefer CJ, uh, considering he's cheaper. Uh, Mo Harkless had a bad game, so I think he could bounce back. Uh, Al Farouk Amin is sixteen and sixteen. He's only four eight, so he'll probably be high owned. But and I think I would prefer him over Olenek. Um I would take James Johnson for the extra money, but I definitely could play Aminu. He looks really good in that role. Um, they are not playing him at small forward. Even with CJ out the other day, he still played straight four. Um, okay, that's good. Two more. <clears throat> Sacramento at Denver. This game is probably going to be the blowout. Kings on a road back-to-back. Um, I'm kind of scared to play, guys. De'Aaron Fox has been a bargain. He's 4-5. So if you can go up from DJ to him uh, and play him and Berea, I think that's a, a solid uh, way to go. Scalabissi has been good in the second unit. I think you can consider him. Uh, Jokic at 9,000. Again, against the Kings, you'd think he'd be really set up well. Uh, Kali Stein at 6'3", I think he can play. Um, Jamal Murray's only 4.4, man. Uh, that's good. That's really good. Um, I am a little scared because the Nuggets, they had a, a new wrinkle. They didn't do this at all last year, barely. They went no point guard. They went with Will Barton and Gary Harris as the point guard. Uh, for their backcourt. It's a little scary. So, again, I wouldn't play Jamal in cash, but upside's there, man. Against the Kings, um, this defense, they, they're not going to be able to cover him uh, in the first unit. Like, George Hill, the, George Hill doesn't have the skill set to really cover a guy like Murray anymore. Uh, he's more, I, like, Murray is a kind of cur- the way Curry gets free, you know, off screens, get out there, shoot it, um, transition buckets, and so forth. So, uh, okay. Uh, I'm good there. I'm moving on. Okay, so OKC and the Jazz. I do want to talk about this really fast with how they were staggered. So Westbrook, he was 32 of 33 were with either uh, Carmelo <coughs> or Paul George. And that's including 19 with both. So he's got help, man. Uh, a lot of it. And also the, the big, big stat that Westbrook, us DFS guys, are associated with. 
40.8 usage rate last year, dipped all the way down to 27.8. I don't think it's going to be that low, like we said preseason. He's probably like 33. So <clears throat> you look at the other usage rates from these guys. Uh, Melo had a 30.4 usage rate. I think that's got to come down. I think that's more of a, oh, you played the Knicks, here you go. We'll feed you a little bit. He didn't shoot the ball that well either. 8 of 20 in that game, so... Again, Melo's probably a little high on that, so careful. Um, staggering there. <clears throat> Again, I mentioned the the minutes with Westbrook. 22 of those with him. 28 with Paul George. He was by himself the most of the three with, for 2.8 minutes. Uh, and then Paul George also 27.6 usage rate. That's actually uh, right there from his 29 last year. Um, PG, 28 with Melo, 30 with Westbrook, 19 with both, as I said already. So, okay, so looking at the prices on these guys, and you really, I mean, Steve, by the way, Steven Adams just killed. He's leading the league in steals right now. So, uh, I could I could see myself playing. It is the Utah Jazz, though. So that's the big thing you got to be careful with. Can't play Westbrook, man. I, don't, I can't see myself playing Westbrook right now. He's not an 11-3 guy, I don't think, this year. Um, he will be some nights, but he's not. Last year, I was like, oh, Westbrook's playing? Okay, I'll play him. Uh, it's not that simple this year. Uh, Paul George is too expensive at 8-4 to me. Even Melo, I don't trust him against a Utah Jazz team that's going to really slow this team down. Um, again, keep Westbrook in check and from running up and down. That's really when he's most dangerous, right? Um, you can't play Rodney Hood. He's too dinged up with uh, his stomach thing. That guy needs to see a gastroenterologist or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, I'm pretty much just off this thing. Um, I mean, I guess you could consider Gobert at 8'6". Okay, I'm not. I'm not. But Steven Adams at 6'4". Um, I think he's he has to play minutes, right? They, they've said they want to bring Pat Patterson's minutes back up. They can't. So I think he's got 32 minutes in the bag. And this guy, based on what he did in the first game, uh, he's going to get a lot of easy shots, dunks, and two-footers and such, so he's fine. All right, so that's that. We're out of here on that. You guys enjoy your day. Not sure what's going on tomorrow, but only three games, so a lot of football going on. Um, a couple of my teams are on life support. I lost so many running backs. Uh, we're good. All right, so you guys take care. Catch you next time.